everybody. Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being a part of the first season of Pilates Teacher's Manual. That's right, friends. I have completed the first season. All 10 episodes are available for you to listen to on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. My podcast is there waiting for you. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast so you get updates when I post new episodes. And while you're at it, if you'd be so kind as to rate and review the podcast, that will help me get bumped up in podcast ratings and also help me share the podcast with more Pilates lovers. So please do your thing, rate and review the podcast. You can also share individual episodes if you have a Pilates bestie who you think would really get a kick out of maybe the transitioning to remote teaching episode or building your dream teaching schedule. You can visit the website that is bit.ly backslash Pilates Teachers Manual or wellness.oliviabioni.com backslash Pilates Teachers Manual. And each episode has its own share link where you can share it to Facebook or it will give you an embed code and you can share that episode with a friend. Thank you so much for sharing that Pilates love for me. I am going to be taking a short break before I launch season two, which is scheduled to launch in mid-May, but don't feel sad. There will be lots of fun Pilates teachers manual stuff happening on the podcast Instagram at Pilates teachers manual. I'll be posting some highlights from season one and a countdown clock for season two so that you can still feel connected and Pilates-y as ever. So if you aren't already following me on Instagram at Pilates Teachers Manual, now is a great time. It is looking like the place to be. Before I dive in and give you some teasers to all of the great stuff that's coming in season two, I do want to revisit some of the episodes from season one and just give you a little bit of a peek behind the scenes and sort of my thoughts on the episodes that I've already recorded. So if you've already listened to those episodes, amazing. If you haven't listened to them yet, this is a great teaser and just a peek into what was going on in my mind when I recorded those episodes. So I kicked off the first season with becoming a nationally certified Pilates teacher, and I was really impressed with the feedback that I got about that episode, that lots of you have questions about what it means to be a certified Pilates teacher, what the national certification exam is like, how do you pick a teacher training program, how do you study for the exam. So I'm actually looking at revisiting that topic in season two because there is so much. I mean, I spent three months studying for the exam, and so there's no way I'm going to cover it in a 20-minute episode. So we're going to be tackling some parts of that episode in a bit more depth in season two, so you can look forward to that. Immediately afterwards, we talked about getting our continuing education credits. If you do take the national exam, then you need to do continuing education credits 16 hours every two years to renew your certification and stay current. And there are lots of ways to do that. I love getting continuing education. So even though it seems like it might be a dry bit of material, it's actually something that's really near and dear to my heart. And I have some more continuing education stories to share with you in season two because I'm doing a ton of continuing education classes right now while I'm in the break. 
Building your dream teaching schedule is the third episode and something that applies not only to Pilates teachers, but also to all self-employed or independent contractor folks who are setting their own schedule. So there's lots of tips and tricks beyond the world of Pilates when it comes to making the most of your time and having a schedule that really makes your heart happy. The next two episodes were about growing your private clients, both in the studio, using the studio's infrastructure, and then also at home. If you are a person who's electing to work in clients' homes, I have lots of tips and tricks for that. That is a way that I get about 50% of my personal income, and I'm really passionate about teaching privates. I think that you can accomplish so much when you're working one-on-one, and your ability to create your own schedule and really be your own boss is second to none. Going into the second half of the season, this is when coronavirus hit, so I have some episodes that are a little bit more focused on that. I have an episode on self-care and things that you can do as a teacher to really take care of yourself and your energy and just be well in a stressful moment. I have some teaching tips after that about teaching with confidence. I talk a lot about a teaching persona, which I've had some questions about and I will likely delve into again but just how to be your best teaching self and really create a class that your students love and that you love teaching. Building your Pilates network is a lot about the importance of community and community, not just the Pilates world at large, but also your network of teachers that you're close to, studio owners, studio staff members, and really how we can pull together to support each other and take care of each other, both in stressful times like right now, but also sharing the love in terms of finding clients who maybe don't work in your schedule or maybe aren't vibing with your energy, really sharing the those clients with other teachers, sharing your classes with other teachers and other teachers with your classes. There's a better way to put that, but really how you can lean on your network to become a better teacher and be a well-loved and supported person. Episode 9 talked about transitioning to remote teaching, which is something that we're all working on right now. If you're in the fitness world, you are likely teaching some classes online. So I just have some nice tips and tricks for you, some things that are working for me as I work with both group classes and private students through video conferencing apps. The last episode of the season is near and dear to my heart. I have my first episode in what I'm calling the Meet the Teacher series. So I interviewed Sarah McGinn, who is a phenomenal instructor, and she shares how she found Pilates, which is really inspiring if you are a student who listens to the podcast to kind of see how she made that jump. If you're a person who's ever recovered from an injury, a little bit of a spoiler, Sarah did find Pilates after having a back injury, and Pilates is something that was really integral into her recovery. So if you've ever been injured and you've done PT and you, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you've likely already found Pilates, but Sarah's story really resonates with teachers, students, and regular people alike. All of those episodes are available both on the website and on all those podcasting sites that I mentioned and a bunch of other podcasting apps. So wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find any of those. I highly recommend that you go back and give them a listen unintentionally. I've teased a little bit of what's happening in season two. I'm going to be building on topics that I've covered in season one. And in addition to that, I've got some great interviews lined up with some amazing teachers, with some studio owners, and with some students. So be sure to stay tuned for that. I've also got some episodes that'll be centered on things that I'm learning about right now, specifically working with pregnant populations 
the benefits of foam rolling, how to lead fusion classes, especially leading them in a remote setting where you can really mix and match and you can really teach Pilates and use movements from yoga, from dance, from bar. There's a lot that you can do uh, with a home workout. So I'm going to dive into that. The importance of language in your teaching and just language overall, which is something that's super interesting to me and super important to you as a teacher. And it's beyond cues. It's really the words you use and the way you relate to movement and your body are hugely important. I've got a lot to say about that. I've got a whole episode lined up. And also getting your ego out of the equation, which is a little bit more theoretical, but will serve you well. I've got some tips for that because that is something that I'm working on too. Lots of amazing stuff coming up. Definitely stay tuned on the Instagram. That's where I'm going to be posting some teasers and some sound bites of upcoming episodes. I've been working really hard on them, and I think you are going to get a kick out of season two. I really love what Pilates Teacher's Manual is, and that's your guide to becoming a great Pilates teacher. I hope that this podcast has and will continue to address the multiple facets of being a teacher, that it's not just about teaching, it's about being a person with other people and using the language of Pilates to help your students grow and also grow yourself. If there's anything from a past episode that you absolutely loved that you want me to talk about in more detail, or if there's another topic that I haven't even mentioned that you really want to make sure that I address, please pop in on Instagram at Pilates Teachers Manual. Shoot me a message. You can shoot me an email, Pilates Teachers Manual at OliviaBioni.com. Let me know. I am highly responsive and I would love to really make this podcast a community endeavor that it's addressing your needs and your interests so that we can keep growing together. Once again, please subscribe, review my podcast wherever you're listening to it and share an episode with a friend. I look forward to talking with you all on Instagram for the next few weeks and jumping off the diving board into season two starting mid-May. Looking forward to talking to you all again. Thanks so much.